Hello, I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And this is... Back Up for Grabs. We are discussing Season 1, Episode 8 today. Thy name is Duplicity. We want to go ahead and get started with our 15-second summaries. (laughs) Yes. All right. Ready? Mm -hmm. You want to go first? Sure. Three, two, one... Okay, we have a little bit of camp life, then Jeff brings this giant TV, they all watch home videos, and Greg won, he got to make a video, then they do some archery, oh, they got archery to get the videos, then there's a different one. Stop. Oh, man. <laughs> I made it a little bit about Greg. You were pretty thorough with the whole archery situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got the first half. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you close it out, go ahead. Ready, set, go. Okay, so we have a a little bit of camp life and fishing. Then we have an archery challenge where the prize is home videos. Greg wins. Then we have a little more camp life. Then there's an immunity challenge, which involves lots of mazes and strings and stuff. And Jervis wins. And then ah, no one gets voted off in this episode. Clearly, based on our (laughs) recap of it. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, (laughs) Greg does, in fact get voted off but we'll get there so i guess we can start with some camp life seems like everyone's starting to pick up on the fact that there could be alliances an alliance forming, forming. <laughs> but then there's some doubt they're like well there might be but there also might not be now nah, i doubt there is and jervis saying like oh well if this happens again on another vote then we'll know right and it's like what other proof do you need dude right like, literally, there's been some voting blocks and consistency in a name being put down multiple times. What will one more vote tell you that this one didn't? <laughs> that you are on the bottom. <laughs> and you are next. I do wonder if Jervis would get voted off um, had he not gotten immunity because people were saying some fairly unflattering things about him at the beginning. That's true. Yeah, them realizing that there's an alliance and being, like, offended by it is funny. Even, like, there is no reason to vote Gretchen off other than strategy. Like, yes, that is the reason to uh vote Gretchen off. (laughs) Well, I thought it was interesting. Rudy said that they should get rid of Gretchen because he thought she was going to be the next leader. So is there a leader currently? Is Rudy okay with whoever that leader is? Does Rudy think he is the leader? Does he just like Richard? I don't know. I'm not sure. I did think that line was interesting also. And that's kind of a trend. That's kind of a trend that differentiates new Survivor from older Survivor in the sense that you used to target leaders before you targeted strong men, essentially. That's everyone's favorite to get off. Or anyone with any form of notoriety, like a returning player, a celebrity, anything like that. (laughs) The popular person of that season. Yeah, someone who appears to be too interesting, too smart, (laughs) too fit. Has too good of a story. Mm -hmm. And then Jenna wanted to stick with the women. And Sue was like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, a woman's not going to be able to out for a while. Like, don't worry about it. And I guess that's kind of true since she still had Greg and Jervis as pickings from Pagong. So... Right. And I think, I mean, what they were discussing is the, or, well, I think maybe Sue just said it in an interview, that they're the ones that do all of the work. Richard gets the fish, but that's about it. Rudy cooks it. Mm -hmm. Whereas it seems like everything else 
And I guess Sean carries wood to the fire. Maybe sometimes, yeah. You kind of wonder when people say like, oh, we, like, these people don't do anything around camp. It's like, I don't, you always take it with a grain of salt, right? Because there's so much footage we don't see. So is it like you have a completely skewed understanding of the situation because you're not even around camp as much as some other people? Or is it like that person literally sits on their butt? Because I don't think besides Jervis, we've gotten someone with a complete lack of desire to do anything. Right. But yeah. So it turns out Sue does actually like Jenna or just doesn't not like Jenna. More than she anticipates is yeah. what I, because I feel like it takes a lot to get on Sue's good side, mm-hmm. but not being on Sue's bad side is an accomplishment in itself. It is. It's going to save Jenna at least a couple tribals probably. Mm-hmm. Especially when Sue came into it already thinking she would hate Jenna. Right. So not only did Jenna have to like you know, make nice. It's like you had to get rid of the negative impression she already had coming into it. Right. Well, so far so good. But yeah, so then Jeff came on this boat and had this giant wooden crate and pulls out this real old TV with a VHS tape. Covered in clutch, To show them some clips of their family videos. Which I thought it was kind of nice that we got to see the full... I feel like we get such little snippets now of anything even sort of related to that and it's so rarely actual family videos anymore like Mm -hmm. it's all visits yeah which kind of shows the show's growth budget having increased yeah Yeah. (laughs) I mean I definitely would rather have the visits I think they're more fun and we get to see more of the interaction between family but it was cute watching their little reactions seeing them on screen Mm -hmm. some of these people okay I, I don't think it was a bad thing I thought it was very nice but some of these people have weird families. Like, you can oh, tell definitely. just from the videos. <laughs> and it kind of reinforces opinions on these people of where they come from mm-hmm. and who they are. One thing, this is kind of like an overall topic, not necessarily chronological, but I feel like the general opinion, like public opinion of Greg shifted a lot this episode. Yes. Um, Jenna and- recognized it, too. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it started out from her saying, like, Greg's become super manipulative, and I've seen a complete switch, blah, blah, blah. And then he was talking about how, I mean, later on, but irritated he was with Jenna, and even right. his little, like, vote-out speech was kind of aggressive. <laughs> yeah, he's like, first was, like, irritation or something, second was, like, you don't talk, or you talk too much, and then third is because my ear infection is healing. It's like, Why? Why, Greg? What does that have to do with Jenna? Um, I think he may, might have been implying that she made his ears bleed or something like that. That's so rude. It's pretty rude. He's... Well, yeah. then he's trying to get buddy-buddy with Richard, and he, like, he does recognize that Richard is strategizing, like, in the game. And, like, maybe that's why he wants to get close to Richard. I don't know, but, I mean, Richard sees right through it and is like, okay, like, I see you. And with the amount of strategizing he's doing at this stage of the game, it makes me think that everything happy, fun, go lucky, Greg, from uh, Pagong before they merged was also probably just a strategy. Yeah. And obviously one that worked. Yeah. Well, and Gretchen even recognized it. She's like, Greg is kind of like the leader of our tribe. And like, you and I had talked about it. We were like, is he though? Like, he doesn't seem to be doing much. Like, is this 
like on purpose like what's going on but I mean Gretchen picked up on it and now like you said like it seems to be intentional Mm -hmm. the way that he's acting yeah and I I did like Greg at the beginning I'm not really a fan of him now I was okay with him leaving yeah I was gonna ask like who would you have voted out this this episode yeah, even his, like, description of his friendship with Colleen was almost... That was horrible. It was, like, yeah, maniacal, kind of. <laughs> He's yeah. a weird dude. He is. And to compare her to a kitten... That you will now kill because you are hungry. Which is so crazy to me because I'm like... I... That's literally your one friend on this island. Plus... People, not everybody would kill the kitten. Like, you're saying that like it's a foregone conclusion. Right. (laughs) Like, yes, you are hungry on the island and you're eating weird food like rats and whatnot, but I don't think you have a kitten on the island. I don't think that's ever a food source you will ever have in your near future. I wonder what their relationship was like post-Survivor, because I feel like if I were in Colleen's position and heard someone saying that about me when she said nothing but, like, sweet nice things about greg yeah like watching this back must be weird yeah like i'm not your friend anymore what the heck and he seems really intent on like shocking people i feel like johnny fairplay channeled a lot of greg energy later on yeah (laughs) i could see that (laughs) but like you know not selectively per se (laughs) like just yeah it's fine he is who he is and then we get this conversation about rice and, like, rationing food a little bit, mm. which I found funny because you seem to have a lot of differing opinions. It seems like Rudy wants to cook more food with the understanding that because less people are going to be there that they don't need as much later on. Well, and Richard just wants to keep providing fish for people because he says it makes them happy and probably alleviates any concern of him in the strategy sense, and just as like, oh yeah, he gives us fish. Richard really harps on the, look, I'm providing yeah, for everybody all the time. Look at all these fish I caught. I don't Two, really, yeah. four. Like, <laughs> look at this. Yeah. I don't really do strategy. I just catch fish. Okay, Richard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, him doing this in season one kind of paved the way for people like Ozzy later on to be like... I don't really have a social game. I don't really care about you guys that much. I'm really just here to fish. Don't really want to think that hard, but look at all the food I bring in. Right. <laughs> and hey, I'll win us challenges. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about Richard there with that. I also think he's trying to almost force them to see his value, which I feel like he wouldn't do if he genuinely had friends. <laughs> Because he has an alliance. Like, yeah. there's no reason for you to keep providing food. He also sounded like one cocky mf or by being like, I could eat rice all the time. This is just for them. It's like, right. you've already established how many times that you're not doing anything out of the goodness of your heart. So let's not pretend that you're doing this just because they like it. Right. And you don't need them to like you because you have an alliance. Which so. is working. Like... They are a very good voting block. He doesn't need to impress anybody else. He has the votes regardless of if the former Pagong people like him or not. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, this is maybe one of the only situations in which I think Richard may be less strategic than he could have been because within their voting block, we never really see the discussions they have about who to vote out. True. But 
I mean, Rudy self-established, like, uh, in one of his interviews that he made the decision to get Greg Gretchen. out. And, uh, yeah, Gretchen, that too. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, just that one. We haven't <laughs> dissected the whole Greg thing yet. Gretchen. And, sorry, that it was his idea to vote Gretchen out. Mm-hmm. I think if Richard had been more strategic, he probably would have been making the calls on things. On who would be voted out. Mm-hmm. And obvi- we don't know how it goes down, but I feel like they've all been pretty much in agreement. Usually with alliances now, mm-hmm. we see minutes of footage of them going back and forth over who's the best plan and scrambling at the end and other people are making their cases and right. all this. Whereas we don't get any of that, which leads me to believe it was not a conversation worth even airing because it was just matter of fact. <laughs> right. No, I, I see that. So then we kind of, they got to practice a little bit for the archery challenge and Greg mm-hmm. won that. Um, it seemed pretty close though. And he was the first one to shoot. Too. Yeah. And they obviously, I think it was, yeah, just a fluke because even when we saw Jenna practicing she was getting close to the bullseye. Later on. She did better than he did. Yeah. Like, there was no lack of skill on everybody else's part. I think Greg just got lucky. And he yeah. had the first shot, too. Yeah. So maybe it's like a beginner's luck thing of you're not mentally... Or you're intimidated by where his arrow is. So that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, if you have a clean slate and you walk up to it, that's a lot less scary than yeah. seeing Greg's arrow. <laughs> so Greg won... The ability to watch his whole family tape and to make a tape of his own to send back. Which, I'm sure Greg loves his family very much. I'm sure they love him. But it felt like such a waste of a family reward. Such a waste! <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not enjoyable to watch. We were cringing the entire time. It was a little gross. Like, felt felt a little slimy yeah. for some reason. And it just, I mean, they all sat around and watched the video. And Jeff was there too with them. Except Jenna. Um, and they were all enjoying it and laughing, and I was just like, well, this is not something I would want to sit and watch. This is creepy. No. I think it may have just been the entertainment factor of, thank God there's somebody else that's talking to us. Yeah. Because. TV. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. There's always some element of, you, well, most of the time, you tend to like someone more after you've met their family, because you kind of see where they come from and get to see them interact with people that they love and who love them a lot and blah, blah, blah. So I, I don't know, maybe there's some level of understanding there that's now being shared with everybody that makes them feel good about the video, but I did not feel good about the video. I, I could have skipped it. I agree. Did not feel good. Which kind of leads us into Jenna not having her video. That was so sad. So sad. And I, th- I feel like if that were to happen, well, that would never happen now because you can just send videos without a whole VHS tape. True. But if that happened now, I don't think Jeff would have done videos at all. Like it... Like skip the family section? Or just do the letters earlier or like something that wasn't just everyone Leaving else gets out. a treat except... You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He felt so bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. Like, if that was what they had planned, what else is he supposed to do? Do, but, man. Especially because everyone had kind of established she was the person that really cared the most about it. Yeah, I mean, I think even Sean said, like, if it's a family-type thing, I hope Jenna wins it. 
Yeah. And we kind of at least got a sneak preview that in, you know, a, the future episode, she'll she'll have her moment, but <laughs> whew, this was a rough one. Tough. So yeah, then they go to their immunity challenge. Oh, wait, I have one more thing on the family thing. Okay. How is it that we have not heard at any point that Richard is a father? I actually didn't know he was a father. Until he goes, oh, that's my son. What? <laughs> I also, like, I mean, obviously we've watched this season before and we know who Richard is, but I even didn't realize that he was a father at this current moment yeah, in my life. Completely. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't really bring it up. I no. mean, this is the other thing where we don't know what footage is taken that yeah. we don't see, but I've never seen him talk about it. And they, Jenna talks about her kids so All much. The time. So you know that they're not like, anti-people talking about their family in their interviews or whatever. Right. Never heard of it. And this, this has, like, I think, to me, two interesting facets. One, which is that, like, how much of this is even Richard being Richard? Because it seems like it's a 100% strategy all the time at this point. Two, who would willingly procreate with Richard? (laughs) Uh, It did happen, though. There I need someone, some more backstory. There is someone out there. <laughs> and we know he's gay, at least now, so mm-hmm. we'll maybe he adopted? Oh, that could work. So moving on, we have the immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. And they walked in with their torches, which kind of surprised me. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't really know why. Like, they weren't lit on fire. They didn't have to get fire in the immunity challenge. Like, it was a web rope maze type thing where they mm-hmm. had to collect carabiners so like the they didn't really need their torches like do they just have to carry them everywhere at this point i don't understand maybe 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 they draw lots or something with it oh way. maybe but then like why yeah i don't know it's just something i've i've identified <laughs> but yeah so they do this little rope challenge and they have to be connected the entire time and jervis is just hauling it through this challenge. Like, he finally found a challenge that he just excels at. And you kind of wonder how much of that is just luck based off of, like, there was a ton of cables off of every checkpoint. Yeah. And any number of them could have been wrong. So I feel like he just kind of got it. And I think Jenna was just following him, which, good on her. Yeah. Like, strategy has worked for other people. There is no reason you can't do it. Well, and you see that in future seasons, too. Like, once someone gets a good path on any type of maze, like, they're just followed the whole time. And part of me hates it when that happens, especially when the person in the lead is who I want to win, and then they're following them, and I'm just like, stop! Mm -hmm. But for this, I didn't really mind, like, too much either way. This was probably one of my favorite challenges that we've had so far this season. I liked that it had kind of a mental and a physical element to it, granted... It's nothing like a slide puzzle or something right. like that, but at least, you know. There's more of a component to it than just physical. Yeah. And I thought, I don't know, I think the carabiner thing is cool. Like mm-hmm. that they were, you know, clipping it and running around and stuff. Yeah. And we still have a form of this challenge going later today mm-hmm. with the ropes around the post. I, I like love those usually. challenges. And the captioning was perhaps the best it's ever been. Oh, definitely. In this challenge. <laughs> Still no narration from Jeff. No. But but the captions were great. Mhm. We have we knew who was in the lead, yeah. who was second, which was pretty much always Jervis and Jenna. Yes. And then we knew who was lost. <laughs> 
and that was Greg. <laughs> it's honestly, it was a good episode for him to go out on because he got his last glory moment of his weird sister's video. And, you know, we're good now. Yeah. Like, he can die knowing that he has had a true survivor experience. And he got featured in the challenge as being lost. Mm-hmm. So, Jervis wins. He surprisingly didn't suck. Yeah. And we're kind of discussing tribal council that night. And I, don't, I feel like there's just a lot of violent comments this episode between the whole... Kitten Greg situation we already talked about. Rudy's like threatening to break someone's kneecaps. Like there's yeah. just a lot happening. <laughs> they're they're a little on each other's nerves at this point. Mm-hmm. Been on the island too long. That's really I think what it is because when you're around the certain same people, people, yeah, yeah, exactly. Even people for like a couple of hours when you're like, all right, like I'm ready for you to go. Can you imagine not having the ability to like? Just not with someone. Yeah. <laughs> and you have no private space. It's not like you can go to your part of the tent and have alone time. No. So. <laughs> yeah, they're they're getting sick of each other. I do feel like Kelly was starting to have kind of an identity crisis over who she was voting for. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting. We might see that later, too. Yeah. I think that's the problem with having an alliance in a place where... Your alliance is, one, a secret, and two, no one's done it before. Because you feel like the jerk for, like... And no one else is doing it. Mm-hmm. People are... You feel like the jerk for making plans, even though it's like, someone's gotta go, so right. it may as well be someone that I don't like that much. Right. Well, and that brings us to Jeff full-on, like, asking... He asked both Sue and Kelly, is there an alliance? Sue said no, and she basically just said, I vote for who I don't like. Mm-hmm. And then he asked Kelly, and Kelly was like, well, do I have to answer that? Okay, no. And then she kind of said the same thing. I vote for who, like, I don't really like. I'm like, this looks a little staged here, you guys. Is that what you guys were planning on saying if there was ever mention of an alliance being had? Yeah. Sue also just straight up lied through her teeth and had no problem with it. And oh, then yeah. I feel like that's the first time that we've ever seen them express joy and like pleasure over the idea of kicking someone out yeah richard's probably laughing in his head like these people and i bet pagong's disgusted by it yeah even though interestingly with how the votes turned out pagong was gonna eat jenna alive on that yeah you know that they didn't plan it but jervis greg and colleen all wrote her name down yeah i think that they more so voted for jenna because they saw how sad she was that she didn't care her family video and so they're like she's deteriorating like we'll just send her home she Mm -hmm. can go hang out with family so they did it more so not from love because i don't know but more out of kindness they're like we'll get rid of her and it'll be better for her instead of we're getting rid of jenna because we don't like her because they obviously do well, not Greg. And Jervis <laughs> has also voted for her multiple times. That's so I feel true. Like th- but, I mean, even that just shows another case of zero strategy. Yeah. Because it's like... Well, they're still voting out one of their own. Uh-huh. Plus, it's like, how many times are you going to vote for someone and have them not go home? Like, you're wasting your vote repeatedly. Yeah. Every single week. <laughs> Maybe make a plan next time? Just a thought. But yeah, so Sean got lucky with his alphabetical order because he was supposed to vote for Jervis. Jervis won immunity, and so Greg was next, and he was like, 
yeah, I don't know. This is going to be a random vote. Like, I don't, I think people are going to be surprised by this. And now Sean looks like he's actually part of something. <laughs> I know. Richard's going to be like, good job. You voted for Greg. <laughs> and I think they would, like, be proud of him if it wasn't, you know, obvious that it was an accident. <laughs> Yeah, um, so then Greg leaves. Mm-hmm. I was inexplicably and viscerally irritated by his reaction to getting voted. Yeah, he starts fake crying. And then, like, after Greg officially leaves, Rudy was like, I almost believed him. And Richard was like, are you kidding? I just think it makes a mockery out of the whole process. Yeah. Like, getting voted out is a big deal to some people. Yeah. And no, you don't have to actually be upset about it. But you can leave on a good note and not make it seem like you thought the entire thing was ridiculous to begin with. Like, you've spent, at this point, two, three weeks with the same people. Like, you should have some kind of attachment to them. At least say bye to Colleen. Right. Like, bare minimum. (laughs) Nope. He'll just fake cry his way out and Jeff is like, okay. He was doing, like, a whiny baby impression, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I I hated it. Mm -hmm. I... He is probably one of the only... I think so far contestants on this season that I started off really liking him and by the end get out like I don't have any interest in watching you run around manipulating people attempting to manipulate people right or being dramatic for no real reason yeah yeah I mean this made me happy that Richard saw through Greg's nonsense and got rid of Greg like mm-hmm. hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously and I probably would have voted for Greg knowing this whole episode. I think I would have voted for Greg also. My first choice would be Jervis. Okay. But my first choice has been Jervis for like the last three episodes. It has. Also, he had immunity. So there was really... So you're kind of in the same boat as Sean. Greg's the next one to go. (laughs) Nothing to do. Yeah, I'm just voting alphabetically. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I would have voted Richard yet in this well, not for this episode. Scenario. We would have a different time. After what she said at Tribal Council, if I had no prior allegiance, I might have voted Sue. Hmm. Kind of rude. She was another one that was funny to, like, watch her family video because the things that they laughed at and the way that they spoke was so similar to her. That you're like, oh yeah, I see you. These are your people. Like, <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> you do fit somewhere. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to this week's folks. On February 20th, we have Bryce Johnston from season 28. We have oh, Alina Wilson from season 21 and Zane Knight from season 25. And it's also the season 38 premiere, Edge of Extinction. I didn't love that season. I don't remember it significantly. Chris Underwood won it after a oh, in the game. Oh, nonsense. For... Nonsense. We'll get there. Bet y'all can't wait till five years from now when you're hearing about <laughs> that season. <laughs> anyway, detour. On February 21st, happy birthday to John Raymond from season five. And February 22nd, happy birthday to Sugar Kuiper from season 17 and season 20. Oh, Sugar. She was on Gilmore Girls. What a player. Yes. Uh, there are no birthdays on February 23rd, so on February 24th, we have Jillian Larson from season 17, Hannah Shapiro from season 33, and Jessica Lewis from season 33. 
On February 25th, we have Misty Giles from season 12, Bob Crowley from season 17, uh, Sharon Ozkoy from season 30 and season 31, Pat Kuzak from season 37, and it's also the season 30 premiere of Worlds Apart. On February 26th, we have David Sampson from season 28, Tyler Fredrickson from season 30, Natalie Cole from season 37, and it's also the season 28 premiere of Kageon, uh, also known as Brains vs. Bronze vs. Beauty, which Kylie hates. one of my least favorite seasons. (laughs) Not excited to rewatch that. I don't mind it. I really hate it. Don't you like Spencer? Which is why I really hate it. He was gypped. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Gypped! (laughs) I'm so sorry, Spencer. I'm so sorry. You deserve so much better. Uh, So tune in next decade for For (laughs) our take on (laughs) Kagi. I'll be very animated. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us for this episode of Thy Name is Duplicity. Okay, I think that about wraps us. So I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. Oh, shit. We did. Mmm. Mmm. We'll edit that out. Mmm. We didn't do favorite quotes. Oh, my favorite quote was from Richard in describing the full video of Greg's family tape. He said, I didn't think Greg's tape was unusual. I expected that. (laughs) It's such a, like, jerk thing to say if it was anyone else besides Rudy. It's still no, Richard. Rude. Oh, Richard sorry. Richard said it. I, I stand by that. It's rude if anyone else says it besides <laughs> Rudy. And it was Richard. Uh, Therefore. That's fine. <laughs> I found it. I mean, Richard says what he wants to say and that's, Fair it, that's it. Okay. So in terms of our favorite quotes. So yours was? My favorite was from Sue and she said, Jerv, as in Jervis. Jerv is not that charming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Because you can just tell from his demeanor that he's used to everyone... Liking him. Loving him. Yeah. And the side note of that is that I actually found Jervis probably the least annoying that I've ever found him while we were watching him watch his video of his family. Mm. I thought it was very sweet. He had a cute kid, too. Mm-hmm. And you could tell he genuinely cared about his girlfriend and his kid and was just... I don't know. It was sweet. Yeah. A normal human. Okay. All right. Now we're good. Let's try again. Okay. I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grubs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is Back Up for Grabs and Twitter is Back Up for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com. <laughs>